Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am again recording another podcast for the Graphistania podcast. And uh, this time I've got another introduction of my dear friend Michael Hunger on the other side of this Skype call, and that's uh, Andrew Bowman. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Rick. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming online. I really appreciate it. Um, Andrew, I've, I've, I've um, I've seen a couple, a bit of your work, and I've heard people talk about your work uh, with uh, with Neo4j, but I think most listeners probably haven't yet. So, would you mind introducing yourself and tell us a little bit about your relationship to the wonderful world of graphs? Uh, sure. Uh, so, if you ask questions about Neo4j on Stack Overflow or on the Neo4j users Slack, um, I'll probably pop in there at some point. Uh, I like answering questions and, and dealing with questions with uh, Cypher, with modeling, and uh, figuring out uh, tricky queries and troubleshooting. So uh, that's uh, that's most of my visibility at this point in time. That's where I've seen you uh, being visible, uh, I, must, I must admit, yeah. And then how did you get into uh, Neo4j, uh, Andrew? Uh, sure. Uh, well, I joined up uh, a little bit late, uh, around last year when Neo4j 3.0 was introduced. Um, I've been with uh, with um, Athena Health uh, last year, and we have an Athena Text social network. And as you know, when you're trying to uh, use a social network on a relational database, eventually you'll probably run into problems as you attempt to scale. So problems with uh, with query complexity, problems with um, trying to interconnect uh, people with each other if they're part of the same group, an N-squared issue, for example. Um, questions about, well, how do we easily recommend people to each other? What if we want to create news groups? Uh, all of these questions around social networks and and the challenges of, of handling these questions at scale. Um, it eventually leads to to uh, the idea that relational is is not enough. So last year, when we got the opportunity to start looking for some better solutions to improve some of uh, our systems, uh, I started looking into graph databases as a solution. And Neo4j is, has been a leader of the pack for for graph databases for a long time. So that was my top hit, and. I think it was it wasn't until I started seeing snippets of Cipher that I started falling in love with this technology. <laughs> You're not the only one, Andrew. I mean, there's so many people have uh, have told us about that uh, already, and yeah, I must admit as well. You know, Cipher is uh, dear to my heart as well. And but it's the social networking use case that kind of drove you to to Neo4j, if I understand correctly, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. Is that the only reason why you think it's a it's a? I mean, that's always the second question that I ask people. You know. Why, why are you attracted to graphs? Or why do you work with graphs? Is it that use case specifically, or, or what, what's driving your uh, your engagement there? Uh, well, that was the hook, certainly. But um, as far as as what's what's keeping me here, um, for for one, it's it's so immensely useful in so many different cases besides just social graphs. Uh, and of course, you, you've got uh, many cases listed on on the sites, from fraud detection to uh, real time recommendations to um, to uh, uh, dealing with uh, issues of security and management, and, and so many others. It's so useful. And with Cipher as kind of the driving language, it's it's such an elegant language, 
and avoids uh, so many of the pitfalls that SQL and SQL-based languages have, have typically run into. So it, it's easy to work with. Uh, it's an incredible technology. And I think one of my favorite parts of Neo4j is it enables clearer and faster communication between everyone involved, whether it's the developers or managements or even people who, who don't have any experience with graph databases or databases in general. You can show them uh, a snippet of Cypher or a Cypher match, draw that on the whiteboard very quickly, and it, it's easy to understand and figure out, oh, well, that's, that's what you want this to do. So I, Do you have a, a large data, database background, Andrew, or, or have you been working with a relational database for a long time and then and, and experiencing all of the problems there, or, or how, how did you, um, how do you, how would you compare the both? Uh, I would say. But uh, that's about right. So um, I, I've been kind of working uh, in multiple places in the stack for for Athena Text, um, both at the front end and. Uh, a lot on the back end, and that does involve uh, taking a look at our our tables, our actual data, the uh, the SQL queries and the t and the views that we're using, and uh, changes that that we're applying, ways to optimize. So uh, I'm I'm fairly familiar with SQL and uh, and some of the headaches that you know that come with it, or just some of the um, just some of what's kind of baked into it, whether it's you know having to declare what you're returning at the very start and kind of working upside down, uh, where where SQL, uh, I'm sorry, where Cipher kind of makes it all clear and makes sense. You know, you get a chance to kind of uh, break apart your query and uh, drive towards an end rather than having to try to throw everything together all at once. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything that you think that, for example, in Cipher? Um, is like your, your, um, how, how, do, how do I say this? My English is failing me here. Sorry. Um, like your favorite feature in, in Cypher, you know, what, what do you think is like the best thing about it? Uh, that that's really, you know, unleashing a lot of the power for you. Oh, I'm not sure if I could pick one thing, but, um, <laughs> Related to that, uh, I am a huge fan of the APOC libraries. So um, a lot of my work has been on on those too, um, figuring out w what other functions or procedures could be useful and uh, and making some pull requests there. So one of my favorite features there I could talk about is uh, APOC's Path Expander. Um, I'm a big fan of that, uh, both in terms of using that to uh, to better handle queries where you're interested more in the nodes at the end of the path than you are in the all the paths that get generated. Mm -hmm. So that's that's great for matching to subgraphs, expanding out subgraphs. I think um, one of my colleagues were, was working on that as well, like Case, Case Vechter in, uh, in Holland was originally working on that one, I think, as well, uh, if I recall correctly, at least. I'm not sure. Yeah, so that's one area where, where Cypher uh, can sometimes run into issues because the variable length relationships are more concerned with the paths, but it's very nice to be able to specify with, with APOC that, no, I'm only interested in nodes, give, give me the nodes here, and to see a nice uh, nice speed up on the, uh, on the execution. Sweet, very cool. So maybe we can uh, kind of um, wrap up this conversation with, uh, you know, our crystal ball. Uh, where do you see this going, Andrew? You know, what, what, what's in what's in store for for you and for for our industry? Uh, you know, how, how do you look at that? You know, what's uh, what does the future hold? 
Well, let's see. Uh, for myself, um, I definitely uh, want a future with uh, with graph uh, property graphs. Hopefully, with Neo4j uh, themselves. So, looking for maybe consulting or you know if there's a place on with uh, Neo technology, I'd be open to that. Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Um, as for for graphs themselves, uh, it, it feels like uh, like usage and knowledge of graphs is is already taking uh, taking off. More and more articles about it. More and more tech companies becoming aware that well, we've got some challenges with relational databases. Maybe there's better solutions out there. And Neo4j is is well well positioned to take advantage of that and to to kind of expand and. Uh, and feed that world of graphs, and that's a wonderful thing to see. Very much so, absolutely. Well, you know what? I think um, we'll probably uh, meet each other at uh, at one of the future Graph Connect conferences or something like that. So I look forward to um, to uh, to continuing that conversation over there, and of course on one of the online uh, channels, right, which uh, like Slack or wherever it is that uh, that you might you might be intervening, right? Uh, absolutely. You'll you'll definitely see me there. Very good. Thank you, Andrew, for taking the time to, to have this conversation. I really appreciated it, and uh, I look forward to uh, what's in store. Thanks so much, Rick. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.